It's Thursday, July 25, 2013. It's a natural gas platform. It's collapsed and is burning to the waterline. Another offshore drilling blowout in the Gulf. That spill in northern Alberta, which is seen here, is different from the new spill in eastern Alberta, which you'd see here. More tar sands oil spills in Alberta. We need to combat climate change. President Obama talks climate, clean energy, and sexy infrastructure. Louisiana sues big oil. Younger voters won't vote for climate change deniers. Plus, is the melting Arctic an economic time bomb? All of those time bombs and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. What's happening now is this sort of constant slow motion environmental disaster, particularly when it comes to the fossil fuel industry. Oh, Rachel Maddow, don't be such a buzzkill. We've got a royal baby to cover. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, the President of the United States made what he billed as a major economic speech yesterday. Republicans, however, were determined to pre-butt that speech and concerns that Obama would call for new green initiatives. So they called for a 30% cut to the EPA budget to disallow them from regulating carbon pollution, a 72% cut to renewable energy programs, which you know, give us clean energy and energy independence and tons of jobs, all the things that the GOP pretends to favor. And finally, Eric Cantor, majority leader in the House, said the number one jobs program needs to be the Keystone XL pipeline because it will create 20,000 direct jobs and 100,000 indirect jobs. And of course, none of that, that Eric Cantor said, is true. How many jobs will it create? I think 80 permanent jobs. 80. Maybe. Not 80,000. No. 80. Not even close. These people are amazing. What else do you have for us today? Well, it's a Louisiana blowout. Another major offshore drilling rig accident in the Gulf of Mexico on Tuesday, not far from the site of the BP oil spill disaster three years ago. It looks like the blowout preventer failed to prevent a blowout, just like in the BP oil disaster. And just as people were warning when the Obama administration was allowing more offshore drilling. At least this time, by the way, uh, the media appears to be a bit more skeptical about what they're hearing from officials. Officials are telling us there are few environmental dangers evident, but if you know the region and its history, of course, we have heard that before. Kudos to Brian Williams for showing some skepticism for once. Well, the good news is this time all the workers were safely evacuated and the sediment in the well appears to have plugged the spill on its own and the fire is almost out. And that is on top top of multiple ongoing tar sands spills up in Alberta, Canada. The scientist says the company is not disclosing the scope of these spills and that it's not just one of them. They're taking place, he says, in four separate sites in eastern Alberta. The scientist told the Toronto Star, quote, everybody at the company and in government is freaking out about this. We do not understand what happened. Nobody really understands how to stop it from leaking. Or if they do, they have not put the measures into place. And nobody knows how to clean it up. Remember, these are the same tar sands that are supposed to be carried by the proposed Keystone XL pipeline. What could possibly go wrong? But more big trouble ahead for big oil back down in the Gulf. A small Louisiana state flood control agency is suing Gulf oil companies to force them to, quote, pay their fair share to repair and restore the wetlands of the Mississippi Delta that have been decimated by decades of oil industry operations. Yeah, right. They don't ask the Pel- 
Pelicans and the Dolphins to pay their fair share. <laughs> Louisiana Republican Governor Bobby Jindal is demanding they drop the lawsuit. Of course he is. A comprehensive new study released this week says Arctic methane is an economic time bomb. This study calculates that if vast stores of frozen methane in the Arctic melt and get released into the atmosphere, it would speed up global warming impacts by 15 to 30 years, hitting agriculture and infrastructure with a cost to the global economy of about $60 trillion. They're showing that actual costs of reducing emissions now is much less expensive than trying to adapt to disasters later. We're going to create strategies to make sure that good jobs and wind and and solar and natural gas that are lowering costs and at the same time reducing uh, dangerous carbon pollution happen right here in the United States. In a major economic speech in Illinois on Wednesday, President Obama said he will bypass Republican obstruction in Congress on long-term challenges like climate change, aging infrastructure, and deploying clean energy. Republicans dismissed the speech, but a new poll shows that denying climate change is a loser among voters under 35. In a poll from the League of Conservation Voters, 73% of young voters under 35 say they will be less likely to vote for politicians who oppose action on climate change change, labeling them ignorant, out of touch, and crazy, and that includes young Republicans. <laughs> Republicans seem to be in favor of a lot of things that are unpopular with voters. Keep up the good work, GOP. For much more on that and all of the other stories we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, like us on the Facebook and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your disastrous Green News Report. <laughs> <laughs>